back to another edition of our Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, with our list of five things you should know about. At the top of our list this week, it's another sign that we're gearing up for AEP. AHIP certification for the 2021 plan year has come down, and as long as everything goes the way it's supposed to, 2022 AHIP certification will go live on Monday when the updates are complete. AHIP's Medicare plus fraud, waste, and abuse training site went down yesterday for the updates to be made, and if you've seen the site recently, it's got a fresh new look. We reported on maintenance to the site earlier this spring when a few updates were made to the training and the overall look and feel of the user experience. That experience now includes a mobile-friendly version, and on Monday, June 21st, the site will have certification available for the 2022 plan year, like I said, as long as everything goes well. One thing I do want to point out, if you have not visited the site since the spring update, You'll need to reset your password before you can log in, but that is a pretty quick process. Still something to be mindful of as you log on and look around and as you're prepping for AEP. Number two, also AHIP related. As I was searching around the new site, I came across AHIP's interactive health coverage map that breaks out data by state. The report is meant to show how health plans contribute as far as access to coverage, the number of jobs generated, and tax revenues paid. So, for example, here in Pennsylvania, 57% of residents are covered by private insurance. Over $845 million in state premium tax have been paid by the industry. And there are 46,233 health plan employees here in the Keystone State. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's not very exciting. I'm getting there, I promise. Each of the states has an option to click for more details, which brings up an easy-to-read PDF of that information broken out even further. So we said 57% of Pennsylvania residents are covered by private insurance. In the state breakdown, I can see how many beneficiaries are in Medicare Supplement, how many are in Medicare Advantage, Medicaid, and more. And even beyond that, there's a list of the largest health plans by number of covered lives with breakouts for MedSup and MedAdvantage. I will be linking to that page. Just scroll down to the map and start clicking around. I would recommend starting with the states you sell in and then maybe check out some of the surrounding states to see what the opportunities look like there. Number three. In more enrollment data news, because we just love stats and reports here, The Kaiser Family Foundation recently reported on Medicare Part D enrollment, looking at premiums, cost sharing, and how beneficiaries get their Part D coverage. So let's start with enrollment numbers. In 2021, total enrollment in Medicare Part D, 48 million beneficiaries, 23.9 million in a standalone PDP plan, and 24.1 million in a Medicare Advantage Part D plan. So in 2021, there are slightly more Americans getting their prescription drug coverage packaged in with a Medicare Advantage plan than with a standalone PDP. Not by much, but that is a milestone. Another interesting milestone More Medicare beneficiaries that are receiving a low-income subsidy are enrolled in an MAPD versus a standalone PDP. 
This is a first since the Medicare Part D program began in 2006. 6.8 million Medicare beneficiaries with LIS enrollment are enrolled in Medicare Advantage Part D plans. In addition to those stats, the report also covers which carriers hold the bulk of those Part D enrollments, as well as a look at premiums from 2006 until now. The link to the full study will be in our episode notes, so be sure to check that out, especially in advance of AEP this year. Number four, on Tuesday this week, Apple officially announced the rollout of subscriptions and channels, the new pay-to-listen part of Apple Podcasts. I have not subscribed to anything just yet, but I will say they've got some pretty enticing production studios that have signed on, NPR, Pushkin Industries, and Q Code, to name a few. Prices vary between content creators and so far seem to depend on the size of the catalog you're gaining access to, but don't quote me on that. Like I said, this is just the beginning of the rollout, and we're talking about studios who already have shows with established audiences. Their strategy is going to look a little different than a brand new studio or a smaller outfit with only a handful of shows. As far as the Apple Podcast app goes, things have gotten a little better on our end as far as episodes appearing in that feed on a timely basis, at least from what I've seen. That, however, is not the case for every podcast on that particular platform, but it looks like changes are being made to improve the experience. Joe Berkowitz from Fast Company published a piece on all the ways the app was broken last Friday, and I recommend reading that if you're wondering about an issue. That way you can see if it's a bug or if it's part of the new design that's here to stay. Like I said, it seems like the experience is getting better day by day, so fingers crossed for all of you Apple Podcast listeners out there. And then lastly, while we're still on the subject of Apple, apparently they've been thinking about the healthcare industry too, which I thought was interesting to say the least. So we will be including the Engadget write-up on that in our notes for this episode because I cannot ignore it when a big tech company marks an interest in our space. I find that interesting and I will be keeping tabs on it. Number five. If you're wondering what is going on with inflation and why everyone is suddenly obsessed with talking about it and reporting on it, you are not the only one. It seems to be a trend for articles to pop up around the time that the Federal Reserve has a meeting, and this month's two-day Fed meeting was no different. While the Fed did admit that we'd likely see an inflation rate of 3.4% going into these last months of 2022, And yes, that was more than what they initially projected. It is lower than the current almost 5% inflation rate that we are currently at. As far as future projections, they project a continued decrease in the inflation rate, estimating a rate of 2.1% in 2022 and 2.2% in 2023. That being said, though, the Fed has not moved to raise interest rates just yet, although they did say that they plan to make two interest rate increases by the end of 2023. We will be linking to two write-ups on that meeting in our episode notes. If you'd like to learn more about the ebb and flow of interest in inflation, well, Slate recently published an article taking a look at that and explaining what's been going on, because, spoiler alert, it's really just a handful of items affecting inflation right now. 
It was an interesting read, and then when I got down to the bottom of the page, I was directed to the podcast episode where most of the info came from, which was a delightful take as well. And yes, it is a take. But I think what I like about this particular article and episode is that we get some background on what is normal for some of these products and for their industries. So take a look at those. You can choose to read or listen. We will have both of those links in our episode notes for you. As far as this week's bonus, I don't have too much this week. It was pretty news heavy now that we're gearing up for AEP. But one thing I'm looking forward to this weekend, today in particular, Disney Pixar's newest animated movie came out. Luca is available to stream on Disney+, and there is no additional premiere fee associated with this one, which is awesome. Luca tells the story of a young sea monster who's curious about the world above the sea and the humans who live there. It's set during the 50s and 60s along the Italian Riviera. So if you like to theme dinners around your movie nights, you can't go wrong with gelato to start. I'm pretty sure we'll be having that for dessert. But I have not decided on the main course yet, so we will see. But that is all I have for this week. I hope that you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Brianna Lowe. Artwork by Nick Smith.